AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk. Comedians or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Hey, everyone. I'm Devin Simone. And I'm Devon Rogers. And this is MTV's official Challenge Podcast. Mm, Girl, ain't it so? This episode was absolutely jam-packed. Yes. It was so shocking because this episode saw two of the top women go home. This game has more turns than a crooked toenail. They should have called this episode, like, something to do with karma. Because I feel like there was a lot of karma It was just wild, but I don't even know if it's fully karma because, like, well, some of it. But even the Michelle stuff, believe it or not, because I feel like Michelle's played a good game. Okay, we'll get into it. But just as a quick reminder, right? So this week, you first had the challenge called Drum Roll, where they had to, they're suspended over water over this big rotating drum, kind of like a hamster wheel day. I had to do that on the side of a building in Uruguay. My behind was the first one that fell. If y'all remember, um, free agents <laughs> definitely being on those moving, rolling things is oh, just not no. fun at all. So they had drum roll. Everybody was struggle bussing. Berna over there looked like a little hamster just living in her element. She's her like, this world. is what I do at the circus for fun. But then ultimately we saw Michelle get purged. Because remember, if you come in last, then you go home. You so go that home. was just a mind-blowing moment. For this woman who's essentially kind of, I think she was even running Jay, which you pointed out last oh, episode sure. day. for sure. And she's just gone. Like that, I can't, I just, my brain, my brain can't even uh, wrap my head around that. Strategy. And so Berna mm-hmm. wins. I love that Queen Berna is now, she's very easily slid into the Godfather role oh, in this yeah. episode. Like we see her strategizing. We see her going in. So Berna chooses Corey, who then chooses Colleen, Emmanuel, Jay, and Mariah, which leaves Narice. Olivia and James on the chopping block. Now we get into the elimination and our girl Narice comes out on top again, like a true champion. Now we're about to head into the final and we've got Narice, Berna, Mariah, Corey, Jay, and Emmanuel. Now who had that on their bingo card? Did you, Davon? I did not have that on my bingo card at all. I definitely didn't. But Narice, I'm telling you, if she wins this season, this is the ultimate yes. underdog. Yes. We are the champions. Mm-hmm. Like, this is the perfect yes, story if she pulls this thing out. Like, ah, girl. I mean, she, I just, this is wild. Like, yeah. it, just, it's so much, but also, even Corey <laughs> well, and Emmanuel. Good morning. There. Emmanuel, <laughs> I forgot he was still on the show. But Corey, <laughs> because Corey managed to go through the fire. Yeah. 
and bring himself. Like, I got to give props to that. Yeah. Because in the first couple episodes, if y'all remember, Corey was in it. Like, Corey seemed like he was being targeted, but also that he should have gone home. And he managed to come out looking pretty. Looking Props real to Corey. pretty. And he came alive in this episode. I said, oh, well, good morning, Corey. I get you. Welcome yeah. to the game. When he's having this conversation with Colleen and he's like, man, look. Okay, we yeah. were doing their dirty work. They were using us. Ah, 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 ah. And I'm like, yes, Corey, these are conversations I needed you to have mm-hmm. weeks ago. But you know what? Timing is everything. So maybe this yeah. is the right time to have that conversation. One thing's for sure, two things for certain. Corey's going to say what he has to say to make sure that he's safe. And I peep that today. Yes, he is. For sure. Yes, he, yes, he is. And I forgot necessary. to include Colleen in that list of who's going to the final also. But she also managed to like yeah. wiggle her way sure through, did. which is sure did, cause really- I'm shocked. I'm shocked. Go on, Colleen. I'm shocked, girl. It was a lot. Like, it was a lot happening. It was, I I can't even with all the things that was going on. And like, Jay seems to be losing control. Although I feel like we've seen that. And there's been this conversation online, Day, about people being really mad at Jay and Michelle's gameplay. Right. Saying he's playing a cowardly game on the season. And that that's not how champions do it. But like, as much as I'd say Jay comes across as the villain this season. Yeah. Uh, I'd, I'd argue he's he's still technically playing a smart game. Yeah. And, th- and that goes back to that that uh, age-old question. Are you a champion because you avoided eliminations or are you a champion because you got in the eliminations and made um, your way if out? You, no, it's the, it's the first. Because if you look back at the strategists of some of the great seniors of our time, talking about Bananas and CT, uh-huh. uh... Until they started putting rules in place, I like to call it the Devon rule, to be honest, um, that you have to go into elimination yeah. in order to win. That's part of their strategy. So I know, sit where back was that in the rule cut, at when I was on the show? Because I needed that. I'd have been in the final for show the way they was tossing me and them in eliminations. Okay? <laughs> I mean, I'm glad they have that rule in my season. I I'm so it. thankful. So <laughs> thankful. I would have just been like, let me go ahead and pack my bags and head out. Where's the bus? All right, right period. Right so, so let's say, um, hypothetically... Kyle, yes. with, with 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 your what you're saying, mm-hmm. Colleen pulls this whole thing out, right? Mm-hmm. She rifled deserving she, champion. Yeah, but it but it's fair and it's a valid win. And again, bananas, that was his strategy. CT on spies, lies, and allies. CT wasn't there for 75% of the season. <laughs> I mean, he was there, but CT was just sitting back. And that was the thing that like Devin, I think, was hounding on. Is he was like, How are we just letting him sit so quiet? Like you do realize CT is still it's in this CT, game and right? that's a problem. You know, if you get him to a final, it's game over. over. And so, yeah, no, I think that's fair and valid. Now we root for the underdog. Yeah. I'm certainly rooting for Norris. Yeah. But I think Jay and Michelle's gameplay has been. Smart. Now, I will say the crocodile tears are annoying. You know, like once you, this whole, I didn't know you were going to, like, that's annoying. That's annoying. It is. It's just annoying. It's strategic. It's it's all strategy. It's all strategy. They got James up out of here. (laughs) I mean, he did, to be fair. He put it, he put some in. His hand was chewed up from that rope from last week's challenge. Oh my gosh. Chewed up. Like James put in some, and he was beat up. And so this actually is a good point to get into our gold star nominations in yeah. timeout. And I'm going to give you my gold star nominations. And I think you might be surprised by some of them. Here we go. One of my gold star nominations is James. Yeah. I'm going to give it to James as a gold. He's going to get a nomination because his hand was chewed up. And also if we recall, when we saw him in, in elimination earlier in the season, right? His stamina was negative 98. Oh, Mariah, he had him la- running. 
<laughs> he lasted on this hamster wheel and did well longer than I thought. So oh, yeah. I'm going to give James a nomination for a gold star. I respect yeah. it. Yeah. I'm also going to give a nomination to Berna. Yeah, yeah. I love seeing her and her strategy skills. Obviously, she wins the daily, but I love seeing her coming here and making moves. Like we've seen a whole now it makes sense. Like before, I don't know, she's sort of like Michelle's sidekick that out, but now we're seeing I don't know. I feel like a little Griselda Blanca or something. I don't know. We're just She's seeing like a different blossoming side. Blossoming into her own yes. queendom. I'm like, oh, yeah. maybe you were queen all along, Berna. All right. Respect. <laughs> and then I'm also going to give a nomination to TJ for being messy as hell. Oh. Because he was trolling Berna when they had to do like the deliberation or do the names, right? Yeah. He's like, now remember everyone that you're saying, you're basically saying that Girl, you can beat them. I caught I'm that. like, not TJ being extra messy. <laughs> and then when he brought up like, oh, what's going on with this boat and asking uh, Norris and all that, I'm like, oh, he's in his messy era. <laughs> TJ. So he gets a nomination for Gold Star. Ultimately, my win is going to have to be Berna. Mm -hmm. I respect, congratulations to Berna for winning. She looked great doing it, made it seem easy, but also she came right into that house and started making money moves. And I have mad respect for it. Who gets your nomination? So gold star Star nominations. (laughs) Let's start with Corey. I'm going to give a nomination to Corey because I do feel like he came alive in this episode. I'm like, oh, okay, mm-hmm. Corey, you you giving me a little something to be like, all right, now, Corey, you here? You have a ride. Mm-hmm. So definitely Corey, definitely Berna for coming out of her shell. Uh, let me, how can I phrase that? Because there are people who will argue, she been out of her shell. Yeah, so, <laughs> I would say she's been out of shell. But coming out in this in this lane, yeah. you know, in this yeah. lane of I know how to take charge and I know how to do this, 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 and this. So I want to give a shout out to her. She gets a little nomination for that. But then ultimately, I'm going to give my star to mm-hmm. Norris. And it's mm-hmm. it's because mm-hmm. she's not afraid. There is yeah. a fearless lioness yep. within her. You know, she's small, but the package within is big and mighty, okay? Mm-hmm. And so for her to go into these two eliminations back to back, with no, like, she didn't try to fight. She didn't try to negotiate. She wasn't like, she's like she said, I'm not going to kiss anybody's butt. If I have to go in, it is what it is. And she mm-hmm. was ready for any and everything. Didn't matter who she was up against. Horacio and Kylan took them out. Now she's up against James and Olivia. Took them out. She, took no four worries. people out in two episodes. My goodness. Like. Yeah, girl. girl That's Let me epic. say something. Future seasons. That's iconic. Watch, 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 watch her. Yeah. Watch her. That is iconic. Watch her. Get her on your team. Because she's loyal, right. too. She's also loyal. Yep. So get her on she's your team. She's very loyal. Yeah. That is true. Yeah. That she, is true. To the soil. Mm-hmm. Get her on your team. Mad respect. So mm-hmm. definitely, I'm going to give my overall go start to Norris. Who is in timeout? All right. My timeout na- nominations. First, go to Colleen for starting <laughs> unnecessary drama. And Colleen, technically, you did lie. Like, yes, Norris <laughs> did say... I'll vote for Kylan. Although at that point, I feel like it only made sense because Kylan and Horacio did seem to, the, to be the only ones prioritizing Norris. Yeah. I mean, yes, yeah, sure, Jay was her friend, but Jay was prioritizing everyone else is how it seemed as a viewer. Yeah. Um, and then Colleen said she didn't start at first, but the producers and their shady receipts went back and showed that Colleen did indeed Actually start that did. conversation. Ooh. So timeout nomination for Colleen. Another timeout nomination goes to Jay for being afraid of the wrong people. This whole time the he was afraid wrong. of Horacio. <laughs> And Kylan, he should have been afraid of Norris. You Listen. see, don't sleep. Don't sleep on women. All right. Uh, and then also nomination goes to Emmanuel. <laughs> you just showed up 
Sir, we didn't even remember. We thought you were still cuddling sister wives in the movie room. You just showed up and here you are talking smack saying Narisa's confidence is too much, basically. Like she's coming, she's running her mouth as she should. As she, she has should. put in more work than your tattoo artist. So she deserves, Listen. all right, to come in as confident as she wants to be. And that just made me extra mad because you don't think he would come in confident if he beat one person. He'd beat one person with no kneecaps no nails anything else and he'd be super confident Narice deserves to come in and enjoy this especially because she couldn't really enjoy her last win because she was responsible for sending home two people her she man. cared about a and lot so so Emmanuel go back to whatever corner you've been in for the last 75 episodes please and also you've done nothing up until this point right. so yeah no he gets my time out for sure who right. gets your time out of the week <sighs> my time out goes to Jay my time out is going to mm. go to Jay simply because I didn't understand. And, and this is coming from somebody who has a theater degree. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I didn't understand the theatrics of it all. If you were going to send a girl in and you was going to send her, you were trying to send her into elimination talking about Norris, then just do it. But all of the, I've heard this and you've been doing this and you did it. Ultimately, I felt like he was saying, I'm sending you in because I found out that you haven't been kissing my butt this whole season. That's so that's why felt. I'm sending you in. And I'm just, you didn't need to do all of that. You had already stabbed her in the back last week. Now you're just going to stab her in her front this week. Like how many more stabs you, what are we doing? You right. know, and so I'm gonna go ahead and uh, send Jay on in the corner. That's the only one I got. Like I Jay, com- what do you do? I completely friend? agree. I completely agree. I do have to give a shout out to not only TJ's messiness, but he was really he was living on edge this episode because his shirt when uh, he was doing elimination, this black shirt, and then he had a squiggle pocket with like a pattern on it. It's like, oh, did TJ get a style? Like TJ's really trying to be in his artsy creative era. So How I respect it, TJ. Good gameplay. Like I like, I like, you know, he's in a vibe. So shout out to TJ for that. I also want to shout out really quick. When Berna said, um, she said, uh, I just want to say one thing. Maybe more. Yeah. When she gathered the group to like talk, and this is right after Olivia was like, oh God, Berna's going to vote people and she's going to give a dissertation of why she's going to vote them. I loved just seeing Berna be like, I just want to say one thing. <laughs> and then maybe more. <laughs> like live it. Yes, girl, live it. You absolutely deserve it. I just, yeah. I love the energy of the podcast. I love the energy of the challenge and I love the energy of the challenge family. Yeah. And we'd be yeah. remiss if we didn't give a very special shout out to a member of our challenge fam who sadly passed away recently from cancer, um, Jared March. She's been so instrumental to being a part of this challenge family for a very long time. And even the podcast and even getting you and I on the podcast day. And I just know he's always been a champion. He was so young and lived life to the fullest and was just one of those people that was genuinely a good guy. And for all of those who love the challenge, know that Jared March, like, I mean, he loved the challenge. Um, and and it, I don't think so many elements of the show that you guys know in this podcast yeah. would be what it is without him. So he will be very, very greatly missed. He was such a good guy. Um, yeah. And and so, yeah. Wow. So And also, we know that yeah. his family and his friends listen every week. And we just wanted to say that we are thinking of all of you during this time. Mm-hmm. We send you love. We send you encouragement. We send you hugs. And we just send you so much positivity during this time. And also know that the Challenge community as a whole is a family. And Jared, 100%, was an incredible part of this family. And we're going to miss him. We'll always be missed. Team Jared forever. He, by the way, he started a foundation 
uh, when he found out when he was diagnosed with cancer. Um, and the foundation was about uh, helping cover the costs of those who do get diagnosed with cancer, helping them cover expenses, because people don't realize that sometimes the expenses that aren't covered are things like transportation to mm -hmm. your appointments or mm -hmm. for your family who's coming out to stay with you. And that can be a real burden and insurance doesn't always reimburse that. And so um, Jared created a foundation where the proceeds would go to helping others. Um, I believe it's in partnership with the Memorial Sloan Kettering um, organization. So would like to dedicate this episode this whole season and just, um, you know, the challenge to, to Jared will be team Jared forever and for always over here. So we love you, Jared March and family. Yeah. Um, all right. We're going to get into this interview. I Woo. know you guys have a lot of questions for our guests. We have Olivia on today. She's here. She's going to talk to you. Um, so grab a snack and don't go anywhere because you're not going to want to miss this. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. I'm so excited about this one because by popular demand, <laughs> the crowd, the Twitter streets, the people have been waiting. Olivia is here to join us, yo. Let's welcome Olivia. Yes. Hey, y'all. Hi. <laughs> we have to give you props, Olivia. For coming yes. because other people have been scared to come on the podcast, which is crazy because it's just us. Um, and the streets are a buzz, and mm -hmm. there are a lot of questions. So I have to get into it with probably the most pressing question of all. Number one. Yes. Let's get into it. <laughs> are you a natural redhead? Because I was watching the episode trying to figure out, seriously, and I was like, I can't tell because it it works. So like she could be, but then like she could be i don't so right. can you yeah are you actually it's so funny um i actually am strawberry blonde my dad and my sister are the ones that are redheads okay. um i've never been that red before i definitely colored my hair i don't know if you guys have ever had bleach in your hair but it like yes. dries it off so i was like let me just switch it up over here and then um yeah looking back though watching the season i'm like mm, 
I think that is going to be retired for the rest of my life. Well, girl, you I have, mean, it wor- I don't know. She, it worked, though. <laughs> yeah, but you've entered Thank this you. dark hair era. And oh, yeah. I'm going to say, it drove the streets crazy. Like, this dark Thank hair you. era that you've entered. I don't know. You know, I'm always oh, trying to give man. everybody an origin story. So is this, like, your <laughs> origin story? Because you had on, like, this black. It was cute. The picture was cute. You had on, like, this black outfit and your hair is jet black. I'm like, oh, where is she going? What's happening? What is <laughs> Olivia doing? Right? I'm like, I don't know if this is like my villain origin story or something, but yeah, no. That's I, what we I, were alluding to. We were wondering if that. Yeah. No, listen. One thing about me, you guys can always cut it straight to the chin. I don't mind because... Like, the fact of the matter is, it is what it is, right? Like, it happened, it happened, things happen, and I'm here to just shed light on, like, my perspective. Not that it's correct, but I think that it is fair for me to be able to express myself and also say what my feelings are in moments, you know? Because that's, like, everyone deserves... Yeah. And we want to give you the space to do that, yeah. 100%. Mm-hmm. And so, aside, thank you, by the way, for being so transparent, especially with that hard-hitting question because no seriously I want to know I was like I was texting I was like Davon is she a natural redhead like don't I can't tell um okay so real question though so what was interesting Mm -hmm. obviously there's been a lot of heat after watching right um you know certainly there's this week's episode which we'll get into but last week's episode Mm -hmm. and one thing that I thought and there's so many questions around that but one thing that was really interesting is Kylan came online and actually said that when you didn't vote for Nerese, that you, when you kind of saw what was happening or that she was in the bottom three, that you asked TJ if you could trade places with Nerese. Did that happen? And can you explain a little bit about that if it did? Yeah. So Kylan, first of all, is just one of the nicest guys, you guys. Like he, he was obviously on the bad end of everything. And he still is out here, like having my back. And like, I just hung out with him last week. Like we're still friends and stuff. So, Mm -hmm. um, but so yeah, so I, when I watched this episode, to be honest, was, I knew it was going down. I've been dreading it for months, you know, mm-hmm. and although it's just hitting everyone now and I need to be um, understanding that people are seeing it and reacting for the first time. So I'm trying to right. be understanding, um, but I've been dealing with this for a while. And so when I watched the episode, I was a little bit like, wow, like they really cut out so much of it. Mm-hmm. So what didn't we get to see? Yeah, what made you do? What's some behind the scenes? So we had this plan. So basically everyone in the house, this is a weird season, I think, because everyone in the house was really close, which is not ever. Now I'm realizing it's almost better to pick a side and just ride with them so hard and not really care about anyone else in the house because then you get in the middle, which now I'm realizing the middle is not the safest place. It is the most dangerous place and the most uncomfortable place and the most like... You know, um, so that's a learning lesson. But so the night before that elimination, we were at the club and it was said by everyone that Rossi and Kylan are going in 110%, right? Mm-hmm. They even show the clip where Kylan and Rossi are in the, the kitchen and said, you know, we're already going in. Like, let's just save the girls at all costs. And so mm-hmm. that was ingrained in me and Narice's head. Narice obviously like has feelings for Rossi that are beyond friendship. So she obviously feels more. You know, when you have a lover in the house, you obviously were yeah. like, like, like Mariah, for instance, fighting for James. Like, so she obviously wasn't loving that idea, but she still was like, you know, okay, like whatever it is, what it is. Like she still was writing for Jay. Mm-hmm. Um, so we we're like, okay. So my mindset was like, well, the guys are going in at all costs. Like it sucks, but they also came to terms with it. So I'm going to do my best to save me and Narice, and mm-hmm. Narice is going to do the best to save, well, Narice. 
kind of wasn't politicking that much, to be honest with you. Me and Michelle, it doesn't show on the show either. Me and Michelle are like best friends and like we have been friends before the show and whatnot and everything like that. Um, I would say to an equal level as Narice, but they don't mm-hmm. show our friendship at all. So it kind of looks like I I'm think she alluded to that when she came on the podcast. Michelle definitely okay. explained some of like her friendships and how close she is with a lot of you guys, yeah. including you. But then sure. she also, yeah. Oh, no, yeah. No, go ahead. No, you can't. No, she also said, because remember, I made her reiterate it. She also said that her uh-huh. number one in the house was Mariah. So I'm, I'm, I'm a little confused. She did yeah. say that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So so her number one in the house was Mariah because my number one was Narice and I wasn't going right. to switch it. Ah. And that's um, explained. Okay. Yep. Yep. But I think at this point in the game, we were there for like, what, 50 days or something? Um, I also. I also was not in, and, and this is not excuses because I do everything I did was regrettable. I really do, but I wasn't in a good mind space in going into the game. I actually almost didn't go on the season. Um, I felt very, um, I don't know how to describe. It. I don't want to like, I don't know. Like, just overshare. Yeah. You don't have to say it perfectly. Yeah. Okay. Basically, like, I felt like I wasn't almost worthy of having some of the friends in the house because they, like, I heard people chirping all the time, like, Olivia was carried by Rossio, like, Olivia's not good enough, like, just hearing things, and after hear them over and over and over again, especially when, mm-hmm. like, you went through something so traumatic, and then you don't yeah. have your ride or die, that's in the house, yeah. talking to you at all, like, you go at, like, when I say at all, I mean at all, like, I talked to Jay every single day, Jay and me were really, really close, now watching things back, I'm obviously disturbed on things I didn't yeah. know or knew how he was talking about me. Right. Yeah. Um, okay. So the, at the club, we had it a list where it was, I was actually on this list or on this idea because mm-hmm. no one wanted to save me and Narice early in the, in the lineup because they were like, yep. you're going to save Rossi and Kylan, Right. And that was just yeah. obvious. Yeah. But because I was friends with people as well. Mm-hmm. And I, by giving my word in that moment of, I'm not going to screw you guys over if you save me and Reese. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's a weird place to be. Right. But anyways, there was a lineup and it was where I was saved. I was going to save Mariah who saved James, who saved um, Corey, who saved Narice. And then I think Narice could, they, cause at one point, at one point, Jay even said, well, we can bring one of your guys. We can bring one of your guys. So Narice was going to be picked and then she was going to save Rossio. Mm. And then, but did we really think Corey was going to save Narice and not save Colleen? Like that math is yeah. a mathing. I know. How yeah. so? Um, I think that at this point, because actually it doesn't really show Corey's friendships with us either. Like Corey and me and Corey and Narice were really good friends too. Um, and Corey was going to save Narice um, anyways. Like, so I'll, I'll get to that in two seconds because mm. that is part of what's what's going on. But so yes, because Corey was such so desperate to just keep going. Mm-hmm. He would do whatever the person that picked him wanted him to do. Right. If that makes sense. Yeah, He's not going to make sense. a bold move and save Colleen because what if the next yeah. challenge, you know what I mean? He needs to be so saved. So that's why. Yeah. 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 It wasn't about loyalty, I would I would say. Um, okay. and, Tor- and Corey is awesome. Like I, I, He's like one of the people that have reached out to me and like checked on me and he's awesome. Um, so yeah. I'm not trying to give him yeah. any shade there. But And so he would do whatever. So that was what the, the plan was going to be. And then all of a sudden mm-hmm. it started steering again. This all happens in the club. You see me in the corner with different people. You see one clip of what happened with Jay, Narice, and Berna, or not sorry, Jay, Michelle, and Berna, but there was yes. so many other conversations because honestly, a lot of the people in the house did want to keep me and Narice safe. Huh. Um, mm-hmm. But 
anyway, so that was a plan. We already knew there was an opportunity for me not to save Narice, and Narice knew that. And then mm-hmm. going on the line, she was supposed to be saved, right? Mm-hmm. So going into this elimination, Michelle comes up to me the next morning, and mm-hmm. or not elimination, sorry, the pick, or whatever. The line, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the lineup. She comes up to me and she's crying because like I said, me and Michelle are best friends. Like right. she's like, holy shit. Like they don't show this, but me and Michelle were attached at the hip every second in that house. Cause mm-hmm. we had no one else. Everyone was either coupled up or everyone was, you know, honestly, like, I don't know who knows what they were doing. Me and Michelle were just together all the time. Mm-hmm. And so she's crying and I'm just like, am I going in? And I'm like, do not blindside me. Am I going in? And she's like, yes. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow, Michelle. That is so crazy because we spent all night last night making a list to make it work for me and Narice. Mm, like, yeah. and now, and now you're going to say that I'm going in over Narice. And yes, I'm not trying to, I wasn't trying to throw Narice under the bus with that comment. Yeah. But you're but I was that shocked. Yes. About you. That's yeah, fair. Yeah. 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 Because I was shocked because I thought we were all safe. I was like, come on, girl, don't give up. Da da da. Right. Yeah. And I'm trying to fight for her. I'm trying to fight for anyone I can that that I can and that will Did protect Michelle me say also. why there was a switch up though? Like why it was suddenly going to be you in yeah, there? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because what was apparently the yeah, what they was thought that they thought out of everyone that was going to go in if because mm-hmm. Colleen at one point was they wanted Colleen to go in at one point. They wanted me to go in and then I guess um, Narice as well. And they thought mm-hmm. out of all three of us girls um, mm-hmm. because the, the state of the guys coming back into the house looking all muddy and crazy, we weren't mm-hmm. sure what it was. We weren't sure if it was puzzles. We thought it could be right. like Right. A crazy obstacle course that is running 20 miles. Who yeah. knows, right? So yeah, yeah. So they thought that I was the only one that could beat the guys. Mm. Okay. And so that's why they wanted me to go in. So and they were going to use you as a pawn, like to do their dirty yeah. work, basically. Yeah. Pawns and if home. I didn't win, they really, yep. And they also, and that, by that also, um, me leaving, they wouldn't have been as like affected because they know that I'm an actually sweet person. I don't really go off on anyone ever. I'm kind of just right. like, I, I'm very understanding to a fault, I think. And that's why I'm, I'll go into this in a bit, but that's why I'm a little bit hurt with everything that's going on. Just because I'm like, damn, like everyone's entitled to their own opinion and their own feelings. And I have to give them that. It's just hard. Yeah. To okay. So I want to break this and it's not like moving you along, but I want to make sure yeah, sorry. that because the audience has so many things too. Mm-hmm. Okay. So this is the lead up to the meeting though, really quick going before the lineup. This is, you're okay. now describing that conversation we saw you have kind of outside yes. right before you go into the lineup, right? With Correct. Michelle Correct. and Jay. Okay, cool. So yeah, mm-hmm. what happened? Yep. So um, Michelle's like, I will pick you, Olivia, but you, because Michelle's working with everyone. Right. right. So she's right. like, I'll, I'm either going to fuck over every single person on this lineup. Mm-hmm. And that will also destroy her game the next time. Because if she doesn't win or something, she's not going to be picked. She's going to elimination. And she worked hard all season to get where she surprise, is. So whatever. Surprise. I understand that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> so I was like, okay, I'll pick Mariah. And then, and then because of the lists that we had talked about last night, Narice, mm-hmm. no one really, like no one wanted Narice to go into elimination. Jay didn't yeah. want to. And Michelle in the clips too did not want her to go in either mm-hmm. so i'm like perfect colleen has no loyalties to anyone this is before her and Corey even started getting close that happened over one day as you know things can happen quick in the house right. they were not close at this point and so we were like okay colleen will save narice and this happened 10 seconds before we walked down to deliberation like so quick really because it looks like yes. Corey and colleen yeah. were slowly building this sort of i don't want to say Island of Misfits um, mm-hmm. alliance, but kind of like where they knew alliance. that they weren't on the top of anyone's list yeah. and they were slowly bonding. It didn't look like it was an overnight thing. It seems like over. Yeah, the I weeks. think I think maybe I'm I'm referring to it as being aware of it. 
Right, like, right. That's fair. Like yep. I, I like watching back the show. I'm like, oh wow, like that's kind yeah. Of crazy. You see conversations um, you didn't know happened. And yeah, all that stuff. exactly. Yeah, but from but but because also Colleen, I went. Colleen also would talk to me and Reese all the time, and she's like, you girls are the ones that are nice to me in the house. So it's so funny seeing her kind of switch and say that we were not yeah. nice to her, Verna. Um, mm-hmm. Reese and Verna never that, like they never liked each other. Oil but I was water. always yeah. so kind to both of them. So I'm like, that's out of pocket. But whatever. Anyways, so. I was like, okay, I'll save da 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 whatever, and then Colleen will get picked, and Colleen will save Narice. Mm-hmm. Um, and she picks Corey, and that's when I was like, what the fuck? Because I thought my plan was seamless, and that's why in this yeah. episode you can see me being like, I thought I was smart enough to, to. And so, did you talk to Colleen before? Colleen knew she was supposed to pick Narice. Like that wasn't she wasn't surprised. She, no, she she no, but Narice and her had an understanding because Narice didn't. If you remember a couple episodes ago, mm-hmm. Narice said Berna's name over Colleen. Right. And so they right. had a little understanding. And the way that Norris talked about Colleen was like, yeah, like I got her back. She has mine because I've never said her name. Wait, but Colleen, but just to be clear. So Colleen mm-hmm. though was never told before this lineup, hey, when we pick you, you have to pick Norris. She was never told that. No. Mm-mm. Okay. Because, just make because sure no, because it happened, I think so quick before, but I also will say that there definitely was conversation that insinuated, okay, so the, if we do this, like we did the lineup so many different ways. And so mm-hmm. there was definitely conversation about it, but, but. So, so y'all were just when, assuming she would do it. So then yes, when, yes, when yes. Narice ultimately ends up towards the bottom, is this when you told TJ, Hey, I want to yes. switch places with Narice. So you're saying Ky- what Kylan's telling, basically all of this is like <laughs> what Kylan is sharing with us is some yeah. truth to that. Can you walk us through that? Yes. So when Colleen picked Corey, I literally was like, what the fuck? And then I, I don't know what, I don't know if Nerys said anything first or she said something after. I can't remember how the order was, but I just remember literally not having anything on my mind, hearing like ringing in my ears because I was like, I just screwed over. This is not how it was supposed to go. That's basically my mind was like, this is not how it's supposed to go. This is not how it's supposed to go. I fucked up royally. I literally look at TJ. I'm like, TJ, please, please let me switch places. And he's like, he's like, uh, and he's kind of iffy and I'm like no please let Narice come sit in my spot let me go into elimination please switch me and everyone heard it and everyone was just quiet obviously because they're everyone's shocked that it, w- it went down mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I'm like TJ please and he's like sorry votes are locked in and then I was like no and that's when I was like I'm sorry Narice and it looks like I was saying it bitchily but it was like no it was like I was wow. so ashamed and so that does change a lot like that actually it, that yeah, yeah it's and so it's really hurtful to watch I mean I don't want even Oh, aside from my feelings, I don't want Nerys to watch it and not remember that I did have regret immediately. I don't want her mm-hmm. to think that I was okay doing what I did. Um, mm-hmm. And so the part that bothers me is, with, is that people are saying, you fucked over Rossi. Like, I'm like, no, the boys knew 100% they were going in. Yes, I think in the moment they wish that I would have switched up the game. And honestly, so do I. But in the longevity of everything, I wish I just kept my mouth shut and I just took it to the chin and went into elimination. That's like the ideal situation for me because I don't want to fuck over Michelle either, you know, and that would have been do fucking you, Michelle over. Who do you feel like looking back and all that you've seen mm-hmm. now, and I understand that stuff gets cut, cut out and it's hard, right? Mm-hmm. Because you guys are filmed, which is one thing I love about the challenge is it's one of the few reality shows where it's not fake because there are cameras rolling 24 seven all the time, but we can't watch nine million hours of a show, right? right? Like they've Mm got to cut it down. 
And so they're trying to show us the key pieces to the store, you know, like what would make sense, but a lot gets mm-hmm. left on the cutting room floor, right? So that's always yeah. hard because you're there, you experience all these yeah. nuanced things, which is why I'm so glad. And I know Day is too, that you've come on the podcast so we can talk about it. Yeah. But um looking back and what you've seen, because now you've also gotten to see conversations you didn't know were happening and all that other stuff. Whose alliance do like, do you feel you chose sort of the right side of history, if you will? Like, looking at, <laughs> I know you're good friends with Michelle. Totally get that. I know you were close with Narice and Horacio at a time. And it ultimately became this divide, which is a tough spot to be in. But mm-hmm. it just seemed like, uh, do you think one would have been more loyal to me? I know I have my thoughts about it. Day probably does too, but I'm just curious course, to hear your of thoughts course. of like, would you yeah. have chosen that same side? Yeah. Um, you know, in this moment with that decision, I actually don't feel like I was necessarily picking a side. Mm-hmm. I think I was, I was picking a singular friend over and I was picking, I, I, yes. And I also thought that I, I was, in a weird way I thought I was like finally like choosing myself and just being like no one here is fighting for me of course like it's hard because everyone is like Olivia you're the safest in the house no one's gonna throw you in all this stuff but it's like sure but it does show that I'm when I'm not useful to anyone I'm disposable and then yeah yeah yeah, and it's like I don't feel like I suited either side and that just shows I think like where my mind's like my state of mind was and my confidence this season it was horrible I think I was so insecure this season I think even though you killed it last seat like let's get into this a little bit I appreciate you being vulnerable yeah like Olivia and even the the chatter online and by the way I know there's a lot of like haters you're getting a lot of flack right now there's mm-hmm. a lot going on girl they'll be talking I about, stay off Twitter they'll be talking about somebody else tomorrow don't worry yeah people forget <laughs> stuff you know yeah day says stuff all the time that people forget all no, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs> people forget stuff so like don't stress but what's yeah. crazy is like last season so many of us were rooting for you, not yeah, only yeah. because you proved to have the heart of a champion. I mean, even just a few episodes ago, I remember defending you. I think it was against Asaf, actually, because oh, you guys were yes. doing, it was like the mini final, right? And uh, you got a little tired, which is valid and fair. Yeah. And he, he, I think, referenced that or mentioned that. But you still kicked ass and, like, pushed mm-hmm. through and did, in my opinion, a great job. And so, and last yeah. season, or not last season, but, you know, at Rider Eyes, you guys you just heart of a champion. And then what happened to your face? I mean, I'd hate yeah. everybody in life after that. Like, and you still look beautiful. So then there's also that, like really just, it's crazy <laughs> to see back. the person and how people felt about you. Yeah. And you came back in this season. So it's so interesting to hear you feeling unworthy. What do you think? I think I know like, you, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I think that what people don't see is that I have a real life outside of this. And mm-hmm. when I got hit in the face, I was by myself recovering for like four or five months. Mm-hmm. Like it was bad. Wow. I couldn't like even look in the mirror without like a reminder of like just being like a loser. And I know that's dramatic and I know I'm not. not I know it was an all. accident. And I know, dramatic. but, but it is hard. You know, everyone has their demons and they yeah. were just talking a lot. And then I started partying a lot just like numb pain and feelings mm-hmm. and then Horacio turns his phone off I don't talk to him so the one person that went through everything with me I didn't talk to for a full year almost I mean yeah he came mm-hmm. in town and he, he definitely stayed at my house maybe like two or three times but it was like um you know he'd be there for one day and then I wouldn't talk to him for like months after and right so we built a friendship on Rider Dies but also on Rider Dies we really didn't talk in the house either because that's just not how he is yeah but did you feel so coming out of rider dies did you guys feel really bonded like of course because he also is such an amazing sweet guy yeah um but we always have been different 
you know, but would you have made out with him in a world outside of this? If oh my God. No girl. I don't know. Like me and him literally trust me. Like we're, our energies are so different. Like it's almost not like even on a, a drunken night. If he didn't have a girlfriend, I'm not talking about, I know you're not like, if he was no. single, not even once, didn't think about it at all. Not didn't cross girl. You know, my type. I like the corny ones, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> now you call me corny. Okay. Okay. Cause that was a big, that was look, that was even my hypothesis. Cause obviously look, you're a yeah. beautiful woman. He's a good looking guy. He is a, he does show himself to be like a respectful nice guy you know what i mean and like um well well also i will say like there a vibe yeah go ahead no 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 there was never i also um just like him we're similar in the way of that i think we are used to being like pursued intensely Mm -hmm. and if we're not then it's like well they don't like me then i don't like them it's fine next right it's like and i never pursued him and he never pursued me like it was and yeah, Wait, but like so you're saying though, if he had pursued you, <laughs> you Liv, what I'm hearing is vain. if he had, that you might have turned your head. So then did it catch you off guard when you saw him sort of light up at this like turn thing that's happening with him and Narice in the house? Did you kind of do the Scooby-Doo look, you know, like, like, wait, yeah. what's, what um, is this? Yeah, I mean, yeah, like he, he, from what we've talked about, you know, we obviously had a whole season on Ride or Dies, like Narice went home like a little bit before halfway or halfway, I can't remember. And so we obviously had like more time on the show and stuff. And he would talk about like, cause him and Tori had a flirtation on Ride or Dies. And he was right. always like, no, no, no. Like they never took it anywhere. But like, you know, he always was like flirty with everyone. Um, yeah. Not everyone, sorry. But people that would push themselves on him, you know, the and make jokes ones. and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, whatever. Mm-hmm. But he never oh, yeah, was He had like, a thing with Laurel. Wait, didn't he have yeah. a thing? Yeah, he had a thing yeah. with Laurel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then even this season, like, they were, like, Huey and him had, like, their little, like, friendship and stuff that people were talking about, but, um, yeah, he's just a nice guy, and I think that he just is, like, nice, and people mistake it sometimes for being overly flirty, whatever. Anyways, um, yeah, I was shocked to see him, you know, even kiss Narice on the show, and I think Narice at one point was kind of shocked, too, but then also, she was having real conversations with him that none of us saw, so, of course, we're over here, like, huh but she's like right. no he like he's moving along and we're just like how because we don't see it but like yeah who who are we to judge but also i'm only able to judge off what i've known of him so of it's course. like gotcha. you know and and now i'll now all day i'll i mean i'm i think they're an amazing couple together and they're yeah. so different like i'm never gonna stand by like uh, behind that like they are so different and i'm shocked that they are together but i'm yeah. so happy for them yeah do you talk to them um Rosso called me after the show and he was just like I know that like this is a lot and I um I'm here for you and stuff I don't know if things have changed since you've seen the episode just because you know old wounds can get reopened from the show did you apologize Um, to him at all oh my god yeah profusely but I was like I'm sorry I made you feel like that I think he was more upset that he had to go against Norris and um that I did that to Norris after he was like trust Olivia wait you did apologize yeah that's that's interesting because he told us that you didn't he said he talked to you recently and you didn't apologize oh that's hilarious no he def- said he apologized to you but you didn't apologize to him that's so not true call him right now i'm like <laughs> no 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 because i was i was in alaska sitting on my grass he called me and i was crying did he say did he tell is this the conversation he's talking about uh, he said he it was recent ish yeah he didn't yeah. i don't he i don't know he didn't mention i always forget you're from alaska that i love that so yeah um but he did mention that maybe you guys he's saying after the recently episode. and that yeah. 
you didn't apologize, like, because we asked him, obviously, where you guys stand, da-da-da. And he said that you were more concerned with repairing your friendship with Norris. Yeah. He, he didn't have anything, like, negative to say. But we asked, like, did you guys squash it? Did you apologize to him? And he said, no, she didn't apologize at all. And we thought that was a little surprising, just given how it yeah, looks that's like not, things played that's out. That's not true. That's not true. And I don't think he's lying. I think he maybe is just confused. Or maybe he's talking about apologize since the episode airs of the... Is this recently you're saying or? Yeah, yeah this we was a couple had weeks ago, but realistically yeah. it was okay, before maybe... it aired though. Oh, yeah. Um, that's, yeah, that's not true. Cause we also did a challenge mania right after the season. See, that's like, what right I was saying. After. Like, that's what I was saying. It didn't and we talked and I and asked, stuff. no, and ask everyone there. I was literally like, I feel so bad he's coming. Like I haven't talked to him since. Da, da, da. Yeah. I saw him give him a big hug. We made up. I said, sorry, everything. So yeah. I don't know if maybe he just doesn't feel that I will. Maybe he's like kind of still. Or maybe Hurt. old wounds, kind of like you said yeah. earlier, right? When you rewatch this show, you can get re-triggered yeah. around like, painful. Yeah, because no, I, I mean, I can die on this hill. Even when I see Kylan, I saw Kylan last week. Like I saw him, I already apologized to him. Every time I see him, I'm like, I'm so sorry again. Like I, like I know myself, and one thing I will always do is own up to what I've done. So that's not my character, and I did definitely say sorry. Ooh, this is hot. Okay, we're gonna take a quick break to recover, but we'll be right back after this. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024... You deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Come on, guys. Let's get back to the show. So have you and Norris repaired? You and Norris, where do you two stand? Yeah, currently? no. Um, no, I mean, this is... I don't blame her if she doesn't want to be friends with me ever again. But I will say that she... We, so we have not talked since the reunion. And to be honest, I was in a place where on the show... Right when I got eliminated, um, you can see that I thought we were good. I thought she forgave me. And we yeah, it looks like you guys yeah. kind of bond. Right. I was actually really surprised by that. You guys yeah. are doing your makeup together, because, like getting ready. Yep. I think that even though it was real and I'm going to take ownership and I was so wrong in not choosing Norese or just keeping my mouth shut and just going into elimination, I was wrong. But most of this stuff was discussed. So it's. I think it's discuss with when her? people are rewatch. Sorry to cut you off, but discuss with her. No, you're fine. Um, like I'm just saying, like the the lineup of how we could save just the girls was discussed. 
Like we already talked the night before at the club. Like we already talked about options, what could happen. It was never like it. I don't want to just, I'm not trying to um, make excuses for myself. I'm trying to catch myself, not make excuses, but I don't even know how to say it. No, it's okay. Just say it. Don't overthink it. Like you said, be real. This is a safe space of that. Yeah. Um, I, I think it was definitely bad and I, I want to own up to that fully because I don't want to discredit her feelings or, or Rossio's or Kylan's or anyone that watched and was rooting for me or them. I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings, but um, I don't think it was as big of a upset as the episode made it look. Interesting. Okay. Before we even continue with this interview, I just yeah. want to say to you, Olivia, just, you know, as we go forward with questioning, People change like the wind, mm -hmm. right? And I'm not talking about yeah, the, the cast yeah. members. I'm talking about the public. People change. They yeah. blow with the wind. You understand what I'm saying? They'll love you on Monday, mm -hmm. hate you on Tuesday, and be right back with you on Wednesday. And so as you're answering your questions, at the end of the day, it only matters what you think about you. You know what I mean? So don't yeah. don't answer yeah. these questions and, oh, are they going to view this? Are they going to pick this apart? Because they are. Even if you're saying something yeah. positive, they're going to pick that apart too. So you have to just be comfortable in just being you. Either way it goes, you know what you did. You know how you felt about it. You know what you regret. You know what you're apologetic for. Mm -hmm. And you know what you stand on and believe I'm not changing this about, you know, but stand in yeah. that. There, there is a certain level yeah. of respect that comes with, with owning and standing in your truth. You know what I'm saying? And giving room for yeah. growth. And giving room for growth. Mm -hmm. That too. And, yeah. and I think like watching it back, I'm almost just kind of like, damn, like, I'm such at a different place right now. Like I'm telling you, it's insane. Um, I'm not like, there's personal things too that have happened, like mental health stuff um, yeah. that was happening on the show that I just don't feel comfortable talking That's about because I don't want to use okay, anything as, ex yeah. as excuses. Um, yeah. But maybe one day I'll talk about it. But I was just not in my right mind at all, almost the entire season. Mm, and yeah. now being in a clear, a clear space and like knowing who the fuck I am again and- yeah watching myself back I'm almost like sad for that girl because I'm like damn like because that's not me and that is something I would never do but yet I yeah. did it and so yeah it's crazy to watch back but all I like you said all I can do is grow and mm -hmm. go back hold my head high know my mistakes but also not like have my tail between my legs and feel ashamed I have to move forward and I have to forgive myself yeah. like Absolutely. because what am I going to do be myself up for the rest of my life at the end of no. the day it is a game in the real world anyone that knows me I will take my shirt off my back for yeah. someone and so it's just sucks to see that my character now is in question but at the end of the day it's up to me to just prove yeah prove uh mama always right. says yeah. to know better is to do better it, so it's like you yeah. learn you do it and you do better okay so speaking yeah. of betterness in this house yes. we talked about <laughs> your friendship with michelle michelle has mm -hmm. arguably been I've been jokingly calling her the godfather of the season because the way yeah. she's been orchestrating moves and I feel like people come into her office as she sits in her wooden desk smoking a cigar, <laughs> like dictating what people should do. Mm -hmm. It's just been like brilliant gameplay, in my opinion. Uh, yeah. And I know for those out there who's like, Mark is the real godfather. We know Michelle and Mark. <laughs> I know they're two different people, okay? We have to be clear. Uh, but Michelle's been the godfather of the season. And so then we get to this week's daily challenge oh. right and this mm -hmm. whole new rule with chaos where it's like if you come in last you're out there is no fanfare there is no elimination there is no voting you're just gone mm -hmm. what was going through your mind first of all when you saw that michelle was going to be in the bottom five right when she was gonna have to do sort of the loser's heat and then ultimately yeah. when michelle lost like because that was just shocking yeah. to watch yeah um i was like shit 
because Michelle can lead anyone to do whatever because they yeah. are so close with her. She, the thing about Michelle, people will say like, oh, she can't be friends with everyone, but she takes the time and puts, she has so much care for her friends and like, she is a good friend. That's why she has so many. Mm -hmm. She puts the energy, mm -hmm. she puts the effort and outside the show. Um, and I think that when she got eliminated, I or like when she lost, I was like, damn, like, because Berna would do whatever Michelle wanted. Right, um, for sure. And so I was like, cool. But also I had Berna's back a bit because Michelle was close with her. And even though Berna is just like, oh my God, like just <sighs> the biggest headache of all time. Sorry, but like, holy shit. Um, I still give her grace because I was like, okay, if Michelle likes her, there has to be some right positive something in there. Maurice and Berna never got along though, ever. Like they like actually like did not like each other and like they like got into it because uh, Berna called uh, Nerissa bully at one point. Um, Berna called Melissa bully, but she also did call Nerissa bully. So they did not like each other. So I was like, shit. So Michelle's gone. Berna won. This could go a couple ways. <laughs> I also knew that when Michelle was leaving and walking out, she said to Berna, like, come on, like follow, like all girls final. And, and Berna's mm -hmm. like, okay. And she's like, I want to, I want to, um, honor Michelle. She, mm -hmm. you know, have you heard her call her, call her Queen Michelle before? She's like, I want mm -hmm. to honor Michelle's, you know, wish. Mm -hmm. And even before we got back on that bus to go back to the house, Berna came up to me and she's like, I guess I pick you, you girls. And she literally mm -hmm. said that to me, like, my face. Mm -hmm. But she did say, she did say, I don't want to make any promises because you obviously saw what happened with Melissa and Asaf, Asaf gave her promises and then it just didn't mm -hmm. work out and then she freaked out so she tried to I, with that she was saving her own back from me freaking out on her but like to be honest I probably wouldn't have I just don't have the energy to freak out on someone if they don't save me like honestly fuck off but mm -hmm. literally like she did say right away walked up to me and said I think we can do this all girls final and then we went back on the bus went back to the house and that's the only reason I felt comfortable going into her room talking to her and Colleen is because I was just told she was gonna do an all girls final Unprovoked. and the only person that she wanted to save yeah yes the only guy she wanted to save was going to be um a manuel right um Which and so he would have been picked he would have been picked last mm. but um but let's be honest like who knows how would have happened if narissa yeah, picked last she might have saved jay who knows exactly because these things don't go that's like the risky part but the brilliant on the yeah. production side of this sort of right. um element of the game but that's the risky part is you can strategize all you want but now it's not just about numbers like yeah. you lose control the minute you say someone else's name and i kind of understand Bernard's point because like watching this we do i love this all girls thing i'm like yes mm -hmm. but i also understand burn aside which is like some of these girls didn't have my back necessarily and so i don't yeah. know about saving all of them well yeah and, and honestly like what berna says makes total sense like logically like it, it makes total sense if someone has your back from the beginning like and you have the option to save all of them easily like i get it but if she's wanting to think like because this is also a game intermixed with real life it's just yeah. not normal yeah she doesn't have as much of a chance to be Emmanuel or Jay in a final as opposed to my ass that's barely running. Like, so it's like, it, and I mean, and we knew, you know how sometimes in the house, you just know when the final's happening and you're like, yeah. and they're like, mm -hmm. maybe another challenge. No, we knew it was going to happen. Like we mm -hmm. knew it was happening. So it was just like, dude, the final's tomorrow and you have the option to get rid of three strong competitors. If not you winning, Colleen wins or one of the girls win. Me and the girls were all good. Wow. So yeah. it, it was really only the only thing that was really like, I'm going to ruffle Berna's feathers is Narice, but like, mm -hmm. who cares at that point? Let the freaking 
vendetta go for a day and yeah. just go to the final with all the girls yeah. you know like that's how i think but i can't tell i mean i can thing. see that but but also with them being real friends in the or friends yeah. in real life it's kind of like outside of this game as much as people want to say it's just a game it's like if yeah. you're my best friend yeah. I'm going to be, yeah. I may not be talking to these other girls outside the game. Right. But I'm still going to be mm-hmm. talking to you. So ultimately I don't want to betray the person. That... Ladies and gentlemen, this is Devin talking to me right now. Yeah. yeah actually it is, it is me doing a side <laughs> talk to Dave. We have these conversations all the time, but no, it's, but it's also true. No, you're so right. But, but Berna wasn't friends with anyone outside the show. Ah, um, but not even she... a Manuel though. N- uh, no dude. A Manuel almost threw her in. Uh, the second elimination. Wait, he was so down to say her name. Wait, they weren't yes. besties for the resty stop. No, no. I mean, yeah, now it looks like it. And honestly, I'm kind of like, damn, like they really do look like best friends. But no, he would have said her name at least at the beginning of the at the beginning of the season, halfway before everything. Yeah. He would have said her name. Yeah, I definitely thought he. Cool. he yeah, too. and also, yeah, so, and by the way. So did, so would have a staff a staff would have as well. Just say. Oh, we so, know that. I, I, I mean, that's that. So I, I want to okay, get because I want to get into yeah Jay and Norris, right? Mm-hmm. This this friendship, this duo. Yes. What do you say? Five years they have been friends. Mm, what do yes. you think actually happened? <gasps> Ooh, good question. Um, what happened was that honestly, at this point, me and Norris were just on the outs. You know. Everyone was kind of looking at us and now looking back, I'm like, damn, like how, like how fucked up because everyone's just partying, having fun, thinking that like, I don't know, just knowing that they're going to be safe. Right. Mm-hmm. And Jay's over here, like being like, I just don't know how it's going to go. Jay, you've been running the game the entire season. Yeah. What do you mean? You don't know how it's going to go. Yeah. You could literally have Berna say your name, Jay, and say the Manuel, who says Colleen, like you already know what's up. Yeah. You are totally safe. Like. I, I don't want to blame anyone for my decisions either, but like I also was protecting Jay too and his, and not his alliance, but him and Michelle, like because I because they were my friends too. Like they played a part in like my quick decision, obviously not hurting him yeah. anyone. And in this moment, I was just kind of looking at him as I'm sitting on the couch and I'm kind of like, whoa, like this is not who I, this is not mm-hmm. my friend I thought I had. And because I knew he would question me sometimes and that's fine. But mm-hmm. when I start, started seeing him question Norris a little bit, I was like, wait, what? But I will say, Jay said I was his number two girl on the show mm-hmm. so many times to me. He always like, girl, Liv, you know my girl. We talked for hours every day. We were like, like we, he's like, Liv, you know I always have your back. You know I always have your back. And so I took that for face value, I guess. And um, so when I started, started seeing him talk about Norris and kind of like be iffy whether he could save her, I was kind of like, Jay, don't make the same mistake I did. I'm living with mm-hmm. it right now and it sucks. Do not make the same mistake I did. Mm-hmm. And he's like, no, I know I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do that. And I was like, okay. Cause like, and I said, if, if it comes down to it, do not save me, save Norris. And I'm not trying to be a hero either, but I was just being mm-hmm. like, dude, like, let's make this as right as we can make it right. as friends, yeah. you yeah. know? And he sounded like he was on board with it. And then the next morning I was like, Narice, maybe we should go ch- like, just check in. Everyone's being weird. I think we should check in really quick just to make sure that we're going to be safe slash that at least you're safe. She's like, okay, I'm not going to, and that's when the clip says, I'm not talking to anyone. I'll talk to Jay because he owes me loyalty. Uh, this yeah, is the yeah. conversation. Uh, and so she goes in his room and then he says like the Colleen thing. And yeah, yeah. that definitely happened. Obviously they flash back to her saying that. Yeah. But like, she's allowed to, yeah, have to pick a Colleen. moment. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And also, Colleen did start it because they also flashed back to that. Yes, that exactly. Exactly. The first. Yeah. 
Exactly. So, so she's allowed to have her feelings in that moment too. And also maybe it was like a little heated moment. She like felt comfort in Colleen. Cause like I yeah. said, look at Colleen and her talking, they were closer than it seems. Mm-hmm. So, so I'm like, listen, if Jay's the last person picked, um, the final, like literally the next day, like he doesn't give a fuck about Mariah. Right. He doesn't give a fuck about Colleen. He doesn't right. give a fuck about any of these people. Right. Like, I'm sorry. He doesn't. I hear what you're saying. Yeah. And it's like, just take it on so the chin. So do you think it was crocodile tears then when he was crying? Oh, hundred percent. hundred percent. I mean, <laughs> I mean, no, listen, no, I, I think that he was definitely sad. I think he was similar in the situation of like, holy shit, we really thought we outsmarted the system yeah. by yeah. hopefully having Colleen pick her. Because because um, you could, even Jay, they showed Jay saying, Colleen, pick Nerese. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Colleen didn't. And so Colleen, I think, was just like, I, I don't know, whatever. So it was our fault putting her fate in someone else's hands. That was the most fucked up thing. But then the when he thing. had the, the but opportunity yeah. the next week, he still didn't. Is sort of Exactly. Point, right? And, and I, w- I wouldn't have said crocodile tears if this didn't happen because how can you be so and also he watched me he came in the room he's like live don't be stressed out it's just a game like i'm they don't show this i'm in my room the whole next two days yeah right i don't cry i know this season i look like a big baby but i'm not really a crier um and i was just destroyed because i was like oh my god like because I didn't yeah. know about the call from her family. Yeah. Oh, situation. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. We can't let you go without yeah. asking that. I'm glad yeah. you brought it up. Davon, yeah. go ahead. I'll let yeah, you take 100%. it. Yeah, 100%. Because mm-hmm. I was going to, child. Um, yeah. What do yes. you have to say about that? Because he said that you said some pretty nasty things about her. Yeah. Um. I mean, I actually don't know everything that, that apparently was said. Because I was just like... Because I think it was only two things that were said. But, like, still, those things are not great. But... I wish that Norris came to me immediately so we could have squashed it and been like, whoa, dude. Like, have you and Norris talked about it at all? Like, are we? Yeah. Yeah. So you guys so, have her. Yes. So in the house after she came back oh. and she's like, I honestly like kind of knew this was going to happen because remember that one day I came to yeah. you and I was crying saying everyone in the house is fake. And I was like, yeah. And I was there being like, girl, don't let it get to you. Da, da, da. Like hyping her up. And she's like, it was about you. And I was like, what? Mm-hmm. And and so we talked there and I was like, wow. And she's like, well, I didn't believe it. So I obviously da da da. And I was like, well, then I started getting, I started getting hurt in return. Cause mm-hmm. I was like, whoa. So you kind of almost had this in the back pocket waiting for me to mess up. And that really hurt me. And I don't think that was the intention, but oh, yeah. that's I how I took it. Yeah. Her. I don't think that was the intention. Yeah. <laughs> Cause I don't think that was the intention. Yeah. I mean, especially no, if it no. came from her family. Like, of course, if you hear something yeah. from your family who you assume is kind of looking out for you. Mm-hmm. you're mm-hmm. going, I think she was giving you the benefit of the doubt initially, really. Yeah. But I, but I, I just, yes, totally. I just wish that it would have just came out maybe sooner yeah, just so we could squash it because it hurts me to know how hurt she was now, just everything piling on all, th- all the things that she didn't believe. And she okay, was like, Olivia, I don't really quick apples advocate. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't Sorry. like being devil's Apple. advocate, yes. but apples advocate. <laughs> so what you're saying, you felt hurt with by Norris, right? That mm-hmm. Norris heard this information didn't tell you, you didn't know about it. Right. Or whatever. And you're like, Hey, we're friends. I wish she'd just come and talk to me about it at the very least. And then you guys maybe could mm-hmm. of course correct it or whatever else, you know what it may mm-hmm. be like, who knows, but you could have, do you think if you feel like you and Arisa were good friends, I'm not saying mm-hmm. do or don't do, but mm-hmm. similarly, maybe it is one day worth a conversation, right? So that mm-hmm. you can get it all out there and clear. If you guys feel you had a strong friendship. You see what I'm saying? Like yeah. how does you see the similar similarities of like, you're like, okay, yeah. well, I just know this thing now. I'm just going to pull away. And it, it seems like I know kind of did that. And you were like, I wish you would have just talked to me. And then we could have. Yeah. No, you're so just- right. I think, um, 
because she was told this kind of sooner on in the game. Yeah. I don't know if it's just me and I'm like kind of looking back and being like, oh, but I felt like she kind of definitely the energy shifted towards me as a friend mm-hmm. um, in the game early. And so that's yeah. when she was with Rossu every day. I mean, her never hung out. We never really talked that much. Um, obviously we go to the club and stuff. We'd hang out for like moments here and there. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, everyone talks, but like, I definitely felt something was different. And so I started almost maybe internalizing that um, as like, I'm not good enough to be her friend okay. or maybe we really aren't friends. And, and so that also, I think made me feel a little bit distant from her, gotcha. but it still is not my reasoning for what happened. But I yeah. do think that is something that was in my radar, you know? Yeah. Um, and so when she told sense. me, it almost came to a head where I was like, Oh my God, is this why you've been kind of being like, mm-hmm. you know, strange towards me. And then she says no, cause she didn't believe it. But I don't know. I personally felt like there was an energy shift. If there wasn't, then I'll, uh, only I can decide that cause it's energy. Right. But yeah, but, um, yeah. I don't think she meant anything by it. So it, yeah. it's listen at the end of the day, it's nothing is her fault or nothing's her fault. Um, but also, you know, I have feelings too, and I have my yeah, perspective. Of course. It's just like, I, I have to speak on that. Um, who are you rooting for now in the house? Like, who would you say? So now we're gone. Who do you want to win? When it all, like who, oh my what gosh. guy would you want to win? And what girl yeah. would you want to win? I literally want Norris to win. That's it. No one else. <laughs> mm-hmm. Literally mm-hmm. no one else. You know, Norris is the only person I'd want to win because thinking about it now, even just like, cause I, because I, made that move and, and screwed over Norris, right? Mm-hmm. I kind of just have honed in on that for so long and not really thought about what people treated me like. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, damn, like, no, none of those people had my back at all. Yeah. And yeah. obviously watching the show, you're like, Olivia, no, none of these people have your back. But in the That's game- why I asked sort of yeah. like, would you go to the other? Because I do feel like, you know what you said about Kylan earlier, right? Yeah. Like Kylan does seem like a pretty straightforward, loyal guy, right? Like he's yes. going to play a game and da-da-da, yeah. but he's pretty much like- what you see is what you get vibe. And I yeah. do think if you were on that side, I feel like if they mm-hmm. had said, Hey, Olivia, you're our number two or whatever, that like you could take that to the grave yeah. kind of vibe. No, OJ... I could have a hundred percent. Yes. Because out of everyone that was there, Kylan's the only one that said that, which honestly, that was kind of a big deal. Um, not a big deal. As far as, like I said, I want to make sure I'm not looked at as trying to be a hero in this moment, but it was a mistake and I really fucked up and I wanted to change it immediately. No one's have, no one has really had my back on it. So um, I appreciate Kylan a lot yeah. for that, you know. Shout out to Kylan. Um, before we yeah. wrap this thing on up and get on up out of here, mm-hmm. is there anything mm-hmm. that you want to say to the fans or any of your fellow challengers before we go? Like this is uninterrupted, the Olivia show. <laughs> is there anything <laughs> oh, God. that you would like to say? Um, yeah, I guess I would like to say, like, I've already done this a million times. Um, but you know, one more can't hurt. Um, I want to publicly, everyone that's listening, um, do a public apology to Norris, Rossio, and Kyland. They're all amazing competitors and they all did not deserve the way things went down. Um, and I think that they deserve all the flowers they're getting from you guys. So keep them coming. I also think that people that are maybe even Jay, even Jay, he's human, you guys. And I'm not trying to make like this, like peace speech, but you gotta be careful what you say to people. Like you never know what someone's going through in their real life and people make mistakes. Ours is just on a TV show that gets people to be able to publicly criticize and what may be a mistake in real life that could have gotten, you know, blown over in two seconds. Now, when people feed people's emotion, it can kind of last longer and get blown out of proportion at some points. And um, we're all human. We're all just trying to figure it out, you know? And I think everyone needs to have grace with everyone. Um, 
And listen, I'm not a bad person, I swear. <laughs> like, I made a bad decision, but me and Arise, I will say we have talked um, since the show and we're not, she just went live. And I know that, you know, Narice is a little spicy. We all know Very this. Spicy. Mm-hmm. Um, she can get re-triggered from things. I think the episode really re-triggered her, but she, um, someone sent me a clip saying like, everyone's saying me and Olivia are not good. We are not good. And I'm like, okay, well that's news to me because we did talk. And then even at the reunion, we did hang out for a little while. Um, it wasn't mm-hmm. obviously like BFFs, but it was enough to be, I think, missing each other. I also have mm-hmm. heard from other castmates that she said that she has, like missing me and she like like she thinks that we could be friends again i just need to do you know the work of yeah uh, reaching out more and, and trying to talk through everything which i'm so willing to do but yeah. i do think it's a little bit hard when when i feel like i'm over here try- I'm, I'm trying to not be as defensive as i possibly can because yeah. i i just that doesn't work for anyone but it is hard when i feel like i'm getting kind of a a hate train led on me yeah. Um, and it's deserved. it's deserved. I, I, I mean, no one deserves hate. I will say that, but the mistake is definitely there. I'm owning it. I know it is a mistake and I just hope that I hope that I, I hope me and Reese can be friends again. Um, maybe if not the same level, um, at least be friendly and cordial with each other. Um, on my end, I don't see her any different, obviously, if anything, mm-hmm. I see her as more of a superhero. Um, yeah. so it's just going to be, you know, me, just staying, just keeping her, I guess, in my eyes as the same person I've always known. And maybe one day she'll see me as that, or at least if not half Sometimes of that. Sometimes it takes time. Time heals yeah. all wounds and most infections. So yeah. if you just the give it some yeah. space, keep it. <laughs> if you just oh, give, God, it, if you give it space um, yeah. and keep, all you can do is work to be the best version of you. And you're right. I love what you said. Everyone's human. This is a TV show. Yeah. And it is important to remember that we have our opinions. It's fun to, you know, it's why we say here on the podcast, like, yeah, we will criticize the mm-hmm. hell out of your gameplay this season. Yeah. But the next yeah. season we start from scratch, right? Yeah. Like we mm-hmm. don't, you know, we may love something you're doing. We may hate something you're doing, but it's not indicative solely of the person because it's, it is, yeah. you can't, they're not always one in the same. So thank you for sharing. I yes. hope that you take away from this. You probably won't right now in the storm, but mm-hmm. that you are a thousand percent enough. Yes. You were a thousand percent Aww. enough on the last season you were on. You were a thousand percent enough when you got in that fight with that golf ball. I'm still mad about it, by the way. And every time I see a slingshot, I think of you. Just know, um, know that you are good enough then. You are good enough now. Um, and when you come and back. every place and space you're in, you deserve to be there. And don't Thank you, girls. You I appreciate you, girls, because, uh, yeah, everyone's not as understanding, so. Because yeah, we've been there. But we've been there. You can, and you can always there. hit us up. Uh-huh. Uh, if you want to hit us up, don't go to Davon's YouTube because you won't find her there. But you know you what? Hit us up. You know what? <laughs> you oh can always slide in our DMs if you need a little pep talk or event. Like this two show pass and you're learning from it. So yeah. for those who do want to say nice things or keep up <laughs> with your hair journey um, or just send you support, where can they find you on social? Um, they can find me. I mean, they probably already found me at this point, but, uh, Instagram is at Olivia and Kaiser and, um, uh, TikTok is Olivia and Kaiser. And then Twitter, I think is Olivia Kaiser XO, but that might be deleted soon. We shall see. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Those Twitter streets are rough. Um, uh, thank you so much though for coming. Of course. Of course. I appreciate you guys. Have a good weekend. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. 
Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Shout out to Olivia for coming on. I'm so glad that she took the time. Look, sometimes people are intimidated to come on this podcast. I don't know why. Yeah. I mean, we don't ask questions at all. Um, but I'm really, <laughs> I'm glad. I'm really glad to shame. I know you guys had a lot of questions. I know Beyonce, Janelle knows Carter's internet was blowing up uh, after, <laughs> after the last couple of weeks. So thank you to Olivia. Thank you, you guys, for listening. Hopefully that provided a little bit of clarity. Now, if people clarity. want clarity into what's going on in your life, Davon, we know they shouldn't go to YouTube, but where can they go? You know to- what? Well, you-, <laughs> you can go to YouTube and you can find me at Davon Diane over there. You can find me on Instagram at Davon Diane underscore. You can find me on the Twitter streets at day Davon underscore. Now, DevonSimone.com, where can the people find you? You can find me in Vegas, because that's where I am right now for my birthday <laughs> week in the Super Bowl. Go Chiefs. Um, yes. But no, you can also uh, find some behind-the-scenes stuff that, I'll, that I'm posting on my socials, which is uh, at Devin Simone on Instagram. It's at Devin Simone on TikTok. Or you can go to my website, DevonSimone.com. Scroll to the bottom. You'll see all my different social channels there. You can follow me on Amazon Live. Just Google Devin Simone Amazon, and it'll come up. Click the follow button. Sometimes I do fun stuff with our girl, Natalie Negrati. And then once you've done all the follows, once you've connected with Day and I, and by the way, we appreciate when you DM us and tweet us and all your observations. We love you guys so much and your quotes. Um, It just, we appreciate you very much. So we want to thank you for joining us for another episode of MTV's official challenge podcast. And remember, if you like this episode, rate and review us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts and tell a friend and then come and DM and tweet us. Yes. And you can always catch new episodes of the challenge battle for a new champion on MTV. And then you already know, we'll see you next time on MTV's official challenge podcast. Value your friendships. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, It's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. 
plus at these prices? You're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride-or-die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Did you know some travel credit cards offer 10 times points on your spending? Don't miss out on big rewards for your next trip. NerdWallet lets you compare smart travel credit cards side-by-side, curated by an expert team of finance nerds. What could future you do with better travel rewards? A free flight? A room upgrade? Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. Reminder, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. NerdWallet. Finance smarter.